Oh, any other time, I would be so excited for our gospel text today. Any other time, it would be joyful celebration to have a text about welcoming others during June, during the month where we celebrate for our LGBTQ plus community, where we celebrate the beginning of summer, where we start planning all the kinds of ways in which we'll be enjoying our space at our church during the summertime. But it feels a little strange to me today to be talking about welcome when so much of the ways in which we normally welcome one another are different. And for our church, welcome is sort of a big deal. I mean, when we did some um, storytelling this last fall where people shared stories of when they experienced Bethany Lutheran being church at its best, the word welcome was used over 30 times because of the way in which people have experienced welcome with us. And often that's as a new person coming into the church, walking into the, into the narthex and immediately being greeted and welcomed and having connections building with members here. And it also is the way in which we gather. It's hugs and handshakes and talking close to one another, it's sitting together in pews, it's all of the ways in which we are used to welcoming each other and those who are new to us. And even though today we are both online and outdoors by our memorial garden for worship today, it just feels different. And I am still wrestling with what it means to be welcoming right now in the time of COVID, in the time of unrest as people protest and seek justice and equity and equality for all people regardless of their race or gender identity or sexual orientation or ethnicity or social economic class, for all of the ways in which we divide ourselves right now, this month, this June 2020, has been one where we are particularly fighting for justice for our black siblings who are seeking to live in our country without fear of danger. <clears throat> it's just a lot. And I appreciate that Jesus kind of tries to make it simple. Jesus says, whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. What Jesus is doing here is an idiom, one of my commentaries shared, that to say in the name of a prophet, in the name of a righteous person, in the name of a disciple, it's in the name of the person who you're sharing welcome with. It's about that person. It's about acknowledging their dignity as an entire whole person. And in some ways, maybe that's as easy as offering a cup of cold water to someone. I hope that it is. But it seems like welcome lately is a lot bigger than that. A lot more complex, especially in the time of COVID. With us as a church, welcome means 
doing our best to provide space for connections and worship and the Holy Spirit to do their work through us and among us, through online worship services, through Zoom Bible studies, through book clubs and providing space for our kiddos online, for all of those moments where we try to remind each other to make those phone calls, to call those who especially are not super connected on the internet. I know on Pentecost, for that Sunday, I put together DVDs of our worship and CDs of all of our music that we had recorded and brought it to the homes of those who have not been able to access worship with us online. And it meant I got to stand in some driveways and some front yards and visit with some of our people that I have been missing so dearly. And the the face of welcome in those moments is one of just gratitude to be able to be six feet from one another. Gratitude and joy in talking face to face even if our faces are covered or are a ways apart. And as individuals, as for myself, I know one of the biggest things that has been a huge joy since our county has moved into phase two is being able to do small social gatherings. And maybe that's the reopening subcommittee meeting in person to discuss what this Sunday would look like today. Or maybe it's the way I had Dorothy come over this last week to sit on my patio and plan music for July and we listened to the creek behind us and just enjoyed being in each other's presence and enjoying nature together. I also think that for us as individuals a big part of the way that we are continuing to seek welcome and to seek to share welcome is by reaching out to others. Which I know now in our fourth month of stay-at-home orders and different phases of reopening and finding ways to stay healthy and safe, the phone calls don't happen as much anymore. I know that. And I know how hard that is as we try to figure out how do we take care of ourselves, but also continue to reach out and make those connections. I also know that if you haven't been going anywhere or doing anything, what do you even talk about on those phone calls that you make with your church family, with your friends, with your biological families, all of the ways in which we struggle to make conversation right now? I highly recommend you're welcome to talk about the fact that Pastor now has goats and she's milking them and is going to make cheese on her vacation. And what will that be like? I'm happy to be a source of that kind of conversation, as long as it's joyful and kind. <laughs> but I also think, even before all of this, welcome has always been a little bit more complicated. Our mission statement as a congregation that we voted on at our annual meeting in January is that Bethany Lutheran is a family sharing love and care and welcoming all as Christ has welcomed us. And part of our calling as a church family is to really live into that. And if you look or if you listened to our opening song this morning, to All Are Welcome, number 641 in your hymnals, if you have one at home, there are five verses 
chock full of all of the different ways we can be welcoming to others. And the songwriter puts it in the frame of building a house. That as we welcome others as the church, we're building a house. And right now, none of us are inside the building. If you're online, you're probably in your own home, in your living room maybe. If you're at our church for the outdoor worship, you are sitting in a lawn chair or on the ground or in your car in the parking lot. And so it's interesting to think about our welcome today as building homes together from inside our homes, from outside our normal church home, and looking for ways that we can love and provide safety, where hope is still real, where the love of Christ can end divisions, where prophets speak, where God's children dare to seek to dream of God's reign, where we can find in water and wine and wheat and juice <laughs> this holy time together with the power of the Holy Spirit drawing us together wherever we might be right now, whether we are watching through our computer, through our phone, or in person, where we can see the love of God for us and for all people. What I appreciate is probably verse 4 is my favorite. Let us build a house where hands will reach beyond the wood and stone to heal and strengthen, serve and teach, and live the word we've known. Hear the outcast and the stranger bear the image of God's face. Let us bring an end to fear and danger. All are welcome. All are welcome. All are welcome in this place. How do we, as a church family, in the disconnection and connection that we find during this time, be the church in and outside of our homes, our walls? How do we share this kind of love, this kind of welcome, this kind of hope, where all people are treasured and loved and heard, as verse 5 reminds us. Where are we able to move from here, to go from here? And maybe that's continuing to stay in your house, maybe that's continuing to find ways to connect outside of your home, and finding ways to be safe, and to care for others and protect others. And maybe right now it's just in remembering who we are. That Jesus calls us prophets, makes us righteous, and names us his disciples. And that together we know that this isn't easy. It's not quite as simple as a cup of cold water. But Christ's love for us the love that we are called to share, that love and grace and welcome 
comes to us through the cross. Jesus goes to the cross for each and every one of us, for all of us, for all people, regardless of race or gender identity or sexual orientation or socioeconomic class or whether you're high risk or low risk for COVID-19, Jesus doesn't stop. Jesus never stops loving each and every one of us for who we are, where we are. And Jesus dies and rises from the dead to bring us into something new, into a new kind of welcome, one we're still kind of trying to figure out right now. And it's through this welcome, through this love, that we are able to share this grace and this care and this welcome with those we meet, with those we encounter online, with phone calls, with connections that we continue to build. Thanks be to God. Amen.